before starting this episode as well. This is like an intro to the intro. Mats Hummels is now on Dortmund. BVB just got themselves their defense, their best defender back. And you want to know, he's a little bit of a Judas for betraying us for Bayern Munich a long time ago. But you want to know what? Hummels, welcome back. Thanks for coming back to Dortmund. Let's go win the Bundesliga. Everybody, thank you for listening to Benchwarmers Club Sports and Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Mensfeld, the former Prince of Radio on Ryan's show. I think it was called Fourth and Long or something. I don't know. It was had a few names, but we picked one eventually. And we I was also on What Are You Talking About with Jacob and Ryan. But this is my own solo podcast, Benchwarmers Club, and I already released one episode a little bit earlier talking about the NBA draft, but as you know, there is a lot of stories right now going on in the NBA, and this was one I did not cover. I covered the draft, I covered some other things, but this was the story that I really should have covered the most for the first episode. Although, let's face it, my in-draft analysis was probably not that great. I still did my best to try to pick apart a few things I liked here and there. But let's talk about the biggest story of today. Well, it's actually a week old. The Pelicans trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers for Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, three first-round picks, and that included the one from this year. I'm not sure if anything else has been added at this point. I don't think there has been anything really added, but at the moment, this is the trade. Could change. As of July 6th, it's going to happen for cap reasons or something, but that let's just get right into this. The top five players in the NBA, in my mind, are LeBron James at number five, Anthony Davis at number four, Steph Curry number three, Kawhi Leonard number two, and Kevin Durant number one. Giannis is a six. Jokic is seventh. But you want to know what? Anthony Davis and LeBron James paired together. You got two top five players in the NBA where Anthony Davis is going to the Lakers. This is absolutely a win-win for everybody involved with this trade. There is not a single bad aspect to this trade that I can really foresee because everyone's doing the right thing here. Anthony Davis told the Pelicans he doesn't want to stay. He basically said, I've had enough. I, you've tortured me. I want to leave. Pelicans decided, okay, let's get the most bang for our buck here. Let's see what we can kind of do with what we're given with this set of circumstances. The Lakers need to win. LeBron's getting no younger. He's right now, in my mind, the fifth best player in the NBA as of two years from now. Who knows where he'll be? So he needs stars and he needs them fast. Again, I can't find the downside. Pelicans get younger. Pelicans get some studs. I mean, Lonzo Ball is not a stud yet, but I think he will be. Brandon Ingram, he's got some health concerns, but maybe he could be pretty good. He's still kind of developing. Josh Hart, don't know enough about the guy. The three first-round picks are how you build. And you all know what? They even got the number four from this year. I, I don't see anything bad about this trade. The only way that this could maybe backfire is if Anthony Davis or LeBron James start going down a lot and they can't make the playoffs. But I really think that's not going to be a factor. And I really hope it is not. Because you want to know, it's... I think the Lakers are pretty smart. They're going to know how to handle this situation. And the question then becomes, who do they get as their next superstar? So, it's an interesting concept. I'm just going to type something up quickly. The interesting factor to all this is, do the Lakers just, do they need another superstar? Do they need some bench guys? Uh, what could they possibly do to try to get like another guy to help LeBron? Because there's definitely some kind of 
there's definitely a lot of ways you could go here. So I'm just typing something in. And, you know, I have a few ideas here. There's a few interesting names that I don't know if they'll mesh well, but I would like to see. First one. Can you imagine if Kawhi Leonard went to the Lakers? How good would they be? Just think about it. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard on a super team. The thing becomes now, is it possible? Will Kawhi Leonard take a pay cut? Will Adam Silver even let it happen? I mean, you'd have to because he let Kevin Durant go to Golden State, but will he? This is all just so mind-blowing that Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron could play on a team. Would they be better than that Warriors team? Maybe. I think the three options you have there are a little better than Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant together. I mean, the three-point shooting's a lot better, and Kevin Durant is by far the best player in the league, but Kevin Durant's gone next year. He's not playing. Lakers, you got an alleyway. If you can to a championship, if you can get Kawhi Leonard, please. Please, you got an alley to win it all. Just get Kawhi Leonard no matter what it takes. Clear whatever cap room you must. Next player that's interesting. What about Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton's not the sexy choice. The man is not a superstar. But he's pretty damn good. Chris Middleton at your shooting guard might actually be the answer you need. LeBron's going to play point guard and he's going to play small forward. It's just inevitable. The man's going to do both. So why try to restrict them? So the thing does become... Is Middleton the guy they need? And I think the answer is yes. If you cannot get Kawhi Leonard, why not grab a Middleton? He's going to shoot threes well. He doesn't always need the ball, as he proved with Giannis. And I think Middleton would love a chance to more so establish himself. I can't get inside the guy's mind, but I mean, I can't exactly see him not really wanting to have an opportunity to play with LeBron and play with Anthony Davis. It'd be great. And he's always been used to playing second or third fiddle when he was on Milwaukee, so why not? Next, does a DeMarcus Cousins reunion intrigue you at all? Does DeMarcus Cousins' concept of going back, playing with Anthony Davis, intrigue you? Because I'll tell you what, it sure as hell intrigues me. Can you imagine LeBron James at point guard with Anthony Davis and Cousins down low? If Cousins and Davis stay healthy, they might be unstoppable with LeBron up top. Maybe find a few three-point shooters, find do whatever you can to get a few, and then that team could easily win the West. It's just an interesting kind of concept I have that a guy, try it out again. Why not? So we go to the next option, and I don't like this option as much as, as, much as the Middleton one, but how about a Kyrie Irving if you can get the cap space? They may not have the cap space, but maybe Kyrie takes a cut or maybe Kyrie says, I, I just want to win. I'll just backload my deal. Give me a little bit now, more later. Because I'm just, I'm thinking here, a Kyrie Irving LeBron James reunion is not what I want to see. It, you'd just be trotting out the same thing just with AD instead of Kevin Love. And don't get me wrong, Anthony Davis is much better than Kevin Love. And trust me, I love me some Kevin Love, but Anthony Davis is a lot better. So I 
I don't know if trotting them out's a good option. I would not be in favor of Kyrie coming back. It doesn't interest me. I couldn't care less. Kemba Walker, though, that is definitely something that piques my interest. Doesn't necessarily make me go, yeah, let's make it happen. But it definitely does make me say, nothing wrong with getting Kemba in the mix. I don't know if... I think Kemba would be a better option than Kyrie, because at least we haven't seen it before. But, heck, I... I guess Kemba, I I still like my Middleton pick a little more because he'll be less money and he'd be, I think, actually more of an asset. But Kemba would definitely make this team much better. Would definitely be a star if they could get him. One more guy I need to talk about before we get on to the next story. Just one more. So when thinking about one more guy who could join this team, your mind wanders to a few places. But... I'm not sure if it exactly wanders to this player. What about bringing D'Angelo Russell back? Now just hear me out for a sec. He's a free agent. Could you get D'Angelo Russell? Would he be willing to come back to the Lakers? Because I'll tell you what, he'd make that team better. I think he's developed incredibly well. Probably be a lot cheaper than Kemba Walker. I... Would he? I guess the question would be, would he want to come back and would LeBron want him? I know he's got a little bit of a reputation now of being a snake because of what he did, but I think time heals all wounds. If you're telling me, though, that you would not want to see D'Angelo Russell at all and you're a Laker fan, I'd call you crazy. If you can't get anybody else, like even you want to Vucevic. Vucevic, Vucevic wouldn't be a bad piece, but you want to know what? D'Angelo Russell is more of a star than Vucevic. Or there's other options too, but I, I even you wonder what Hal Horford's now become a free agent. Maybe he's in the mix, but I don't know. I my three who I'd love to see the most is Middleton. I think is actually your best option because he gives you the most value, and you can sign some other guys. I I really like. I actually not really like, but I think Demarcus Cousins intrigues me. Put LeBron James up top, and the third one's D'Angelo Russell. Those are the three guys I'd love to see. And because I, I don't think Kawhi is possible. Kawhi can't be possible. I think the salary is too much. And it's kind of the same as the Kemba situation. but And maybe even the Kyrie one. But if you can get Middleton. that I think that's a great, great thing to do. Then you build around the bench. You can build a heck of a team. I'm trying to look for a downside with Middleton. And I can't find one. The only way to downside is if you can get Leonard. But... I, I don't know if you'll get Leonard. That's a bit of a stretch for me. Those are pretty much my thoughts on the trade. And if we're going to cover anything more basketball news-wise, I've had a bit of an epiphany. What will Zion Williamson become? Some people are saying that they're not sure. What exactly is Zion? Is he a Draymond Green with more offensive talent? Is he the next LeBron James? What exactly is he? I'm going to tell you what Zion William is. And I'm going to tell you it pretty simply. Zion Williamson is a question mark. See, I answered a question with kind of another question. We don't know what we're going to think until we see him play his first game of the NBA and maybe his second, third game. Zion, though, I'll say one thing. What he needs, three-point shooters on his team. Zion is the man you want down low, and he's going to get the job done all the way around the net. But if Zion doesn't have three-point shooters on this New Orleans team and New Orleans can't add maybe one or two other options, 
he's going to struggle, and he's going to struggle terribly. And mark my words, when he struggles, it's people are going to blame him, but it won't even be his fault because he's going to have two, three defenders maybe on him if he starts closing down and they know that no one else on that team can shoot. So this is where, I guess, Lonzo Ball is the guy you got to start looking at and saying, Lonzo, you need to start making shots or else there's going to be a bit of a problem. So Zion, I, I just, I'm tired of wondering, but I'm going to wait before I can't even make a prediction right now. If I were to lean somewhere, I'd say he's more Draymond Green than he is LeBron James. But that could be a terrible take if he ends up being just this megastar within three years. All I'll say, though, is that there is no one you can market better than Zion Williamson right now in the NBA. No one you can market better. The guy has a bright future. He's got a great smile. And he's just a player that I think is so likable. I, as I've said multiple times in the last video, I think RJ Barrett would have been the way better option. I mean, if you wanted a guaranteed lock for an all-star. Zion's not that guaranteed lock. But Zion's ceiling is way higher than RJ Barrett's. Way, way higher. And RJ is going to bring the Knicks up a lot. But Zion has the potential of taking the Pelicans to new heights, even beyond what any other player could do. Everybody, I'm just going to now... This is pretty much the end of all the sports talk. I just want to say a few other things here. I have had a dream of having a podcast my whole life. And the last few weeks have been a little hard for me, and I don't want to talk about it, but... Last few weeks have been a little difficult for me personally in my personal life and also I've been really trying to start up this podcast but I just had no luck. I've had to buy a few mics, I've had to research new software, I've had to find new platforms and stuff like that. And the calls when I'm doing group conversations with guests and stuff, my audio is really choppy. I'm not sure if it's my phone but there's no way I can do it on computer unless I try to do it on Skype or something but I personally am just getting very frustrated and I personally am doing my best so... The show is Benchwarmers Podcast, Sports and Entertainment. But the idea of this show was that I was going to do with my brother. But my brother's even got commitments. I really want to do a show with him, but the audio just hasn't been doing well. So if anyone listening can help me out, maybe shoot me a message or something on Facebook or something like that, wherever I post this. Because I'll be, it's just, it's hard right now for me to try to get this podcast up the ground, off the ground with everything going on. And it's also been incredibly frustrating. Plus, I'm kind of against the clock right now because I have many other commitments I've been working on as I speak, so I've been doing my best. Everyone, though, that pretty much concludes the show. Thanks for listening. Well, guys, that just wraps up the whole show. Thank you for listening to Benchwarmers Club, sports and entertainment podcast. We're very happy you listened and hope you listen again. So until then, take care, God bless, praise Christ, and have a great day.